This is Good Taste Breaky with Chloe and Ellerina on Juice 107.3. If you just joined us, we are lucky enough to be celebrating a whole hour, pretty much, of Friday Live. Hour of power. An hour of power. <laughs> we've, we've, definitely, <laughs> we've definitely got some powerful voices in here this morning in 15-year-old Lily Grace and iconic country music legend James Blundell is also joining us this morning. Wow. So excited. We've heard from them individually. But uh, let's have a bit of a chat to you guys together yeah. uh, before we hear your song. Uh, how did you actually come to meet each other? The first time I heard this girl's name was I was told that she was playing at the Burley Bazaar with myself and at that stage, Tanya Koenigan. Right. Yeah, cool. Because and one of the great joys of the last 20 years of my life is working with young artists because you see that uh, absolute love and passion for what they do and not all of them make it. A lot of them just figure out it's a really hard job. And mm. Then the first time I met Lily Grace face to face, I thought that, that chick is a force of nature. So everybody, light blue touch paper and stand well back because you're going to be seeing a lot more of her because talk about work, she right. plays a lot, she writes. I was saying to you, I fear that when we're rehearsing stuff, you can see her mind wandering, because I do the same thing, mind wandering off and she's working on another song and you go, ah, back in the moment, come come back. Mm. <laughs> so, oh. Very prolific, very intelligent, beautiful oh, voice. Thanks, James. Yeah. She, um, I was actually very excited to meet Lily because I have heard of all the hard work that she does put in and I can't believe at 15 how dedicated and passionate and how seriously you're taking um, your passion. It's incredible. Oh, thank you. That's so sweet. Mm. When was the moment that you decided this is it? Um, I think Tamworth. I went, I was on, I was sick and I got chosen to perform on main stage and I didn't want to perform because I was sick. And my dad was like, you can't turn this down. You have to, you'll regret it forever. So I did and it was 5,000 people mm. and I was sick. Oh. <laughs> oh gosh, I was scared. But after I got off, it was like, oh gosh, I could do that again. You know, and I won't be sick. It'd be amazing. Yeah. So yeah. It's pretty addictive, isn't it? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing about it is that no matter, funnily enough, it's such a relevant point, no matter how you're feeling side of stage, when you get on stage and you start to perform, you're there for a number of reasons. Definitely part of it's uh, because it's fantastic. To, to, but the energy exchange and the fact that you do something that you love and, and people recognise that and choose to join in, it, it's mm. a, it's a, I've always said when Garth Brooks finished touring, I said the hardest drug in the world to give up will be playing to... 25,000 people five nights a week, you know? So. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And what's the what's the biggest crowd that you've actually played to, James? Concert for Life, uh, you'd all be too young to remember when Victor Chang was assassinated in mm. Sydney. Yeah. And uh, NXS put together a concert with 150,000 people in Centennial Park. Wow. wow. And that was wow. an amazing day. Yeah. That many people together. That it just It's like a, a, a weather system. It takes on its own energy and... That's why people stay late and go home drunk. It just—it's not intentional. You don't go there to, you know, mm. go nuts. That was sort of nearly pre-festivals too, because festivals are such a big thing now. But that was a huge day. Yeah, wow. wow. Well, you guys are collaborating at the moment. But this morning, you are going to be performing an original that you've written together, I believe. Yeah, look, I, I love this because uh, writing with young artists, one of the traps that, that they fall into is they just write, I love you, why don't you love me? So <laughs> yeah. it's just one-dimensional. And Roses are red. Honestly, yeah. are <laughs> And from the moment we started talking on a, on a Zoom, on a, a, a virtual session, I said, any ideas? And she, I got this one and just outlined the story. I thought, that is so cool. And because I'm 100 years older than her, I've lived through <laughs> some of those things. And I go, oh, this is, this is like being given the keys to the playpen. It's like get in there and mess with the toys and shake them all around. And 
I'm, I'm really happy with the song. It's not, it, it, we've, it is yeah, it's a it. completed piece of work, but as I play it more and more, I think, oh, I know that we can do things that it's, it's pretty much going to be a release. So. Cool. <laughs> well, the song you're going to do today for us is called Annie June. It is. How did this come about? Okay, well, I had this idea and um, this, girl, this guy, I was watching this movie and he had all these different wives and um, <laughs> oh dear, it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> what was it <laughs> but um, this song's about, um, I guess, a girl who comes home and the whole family doesn't accept her, and um, she gets all the blame, and everyone co- goes, "Oh, she's the whole problem. She's why this family is falling apart." But it was already kind of broken, but she just pulled it apart a bit more. And <laughs> so she's about, pulled the thread. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. she has. Yeah, catalyst, not the cause. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, without further ado, James Blundell and Lily Grace performing Annie June on Good Taste Brecky. Yes. Good luck, girl. Good luck. <laughs>
so good. <laughs> and you know what's even greater is that I could not stop smiling throughout that whole thing because you're both so happy. Yeah. <laughs> it's so great. I loved so it. Cool. I messed her up in the solo, so I'm sorry about that. I heard yeah. you laugh. Classic James messing tell. up. Oh, <laughs> you couldn't tell. It was really cute. It's done. This is good taste, Brecky.